everybody. Football season is over. Welcome to the Hallelujah Pylon Podcast with Brent Martino, and that is Dan Hicken. Of course, this podcast brought to you by the Jacksonville Iceman. Ice, ice, baby. Hockey is back in Jacks. It's great, too. It's a lot of fun. If you haven't been to one, go check them out, man. Uh, you're going to see some brawls. You're going to see some goals. You're going to see some action. It's There's no sport better in person than hockey. Absolutely. I was in hockey land in Minnesota. We're going to talk a little Super Bowl. Uh, talk the end of the season. Did you we go were, see the North Stars while you were up there? I did not. But you know what's interesting? I went to a couple of stores. It's not the North Stars. It's the Wild. Wild. Mall of America. Yeah. And uh, they had two stores in there, strictly hockey. Yeah. One on the first floor, one on the third floor. And... But they probably have equal amount of gear for the Wild and for the North Stars. The Stars. They still they still sell North Star stuff. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That's cool. So and then they also have Minnesota Go for Hockey. Yeah, that's which big. Which is still pretty big. That's big. But I will say this: I asked the guy. I was like, I was thinking, uh, hockey was maybe number one up there. He said, Nah, football is definitely number Vikings. One. And he said the Twins actually are number two. Uh-huh. And, and he said, Watch out, the Timberwolves are coming along, but still it's hockey. At yeah. third. Yeah. But I was surprised seeing Minnesota that hockey was third. Yeah, it say. is a little bit surprising. So, all right, that's the hockey You had a good talk. trip up there? We had a good trip. Uh, it was absolutely freezing, but I think they did a nice job. Be interesting to see if they get another uh, uh, cold weather you know, Super Bowl You know, us soon. media types don't like it. They complain and moan and yeah. be about the weather up there a lot. And nice people, though. Very nice people. Nice people. They embrace it. I kind of We were nice it. down here when they came. They still ripped Jacksonville. Yeah. You know, I'll tell you. I'll, I if, wasn't that nice, but most of the people are. <laughs> if you're going to be critical of that I threaten the sports media guys. I will, I'm sorry. I don't like to complain. I know the media complains all the time, so I don't like to fall into that category. Right. But I will say if they complained about Radio Row where everybody was set up for three days, they would have a, a, a legit gripe. That was a bad spot? Well, the Mall of America is obviously huge. It was so in it, the mall? It was in the mall. Like by stores and stuff? Oh, yeah, like right in the center location. So there's a gazillion people wa- roaming around. But the actual space that you had Radio Row, mm-hmm. which normally would be in a convention center. Like Why didn't that's they put where it has been there? Houston and stuff like that. So it's this big room. Yeah. And people can still mingle around. Fans can get in. Well, this was more accessible to the fans. That's why I think they did it. And also, it's in the Mall of America, which is the destination place to go to Minneapolis, sure. really. Um, but it was tight. It was crammed in there. I mean, it, it really was hard to work. Yeah. And so I think people will complain about that. And, and even more than the weather, the distance between the two places. So there was headquarters in, in Mall of America, and then downtown Minneapolis was a good 25 minutes away. Mm-hmm. And by the time the weekend came, it's like 40 minutes away because of traffic. So I think those are the two things people will complain about. It won't. I, here's my prediction. Jacksonville will get another Super Bowl before Minnesota. Wow. And you know why? I say it's at least 15 years away. Yeah. But by that time, Jacksonville will have a new stadium of sorts shipyards and all that well all that but yeah. they'll also have a new stadium and when you build a new stadium you get you one. usually get a super bowl so that's my bold prediction you're building a new stadium in 15 years 15 years mm-hmm. what do you think how long i mean yeah at some point but i i do think that stadium will always be there like i don't know i, I don't know that they wouldn't just say okay we need a hundred million dollars worth of infrastructure renovations and we can get it done from this offseason point to this offseason point and then we're going to – because Shot has done so much to the stadium already to make it so state-of-the-art. Yeah. I don't know that he would want to spend the billions or combined with the city. Yeah. How much the stadiums cost now? What was that? What did that one in Minnesota cost? 
You remember? Uh, that's a good question. I don't yeah. know what that costs, but I know the one in LA is going to cost two billion. Yeah. Um, so you're talking Atlanta's cost a over a bill. It's a billion. Yeah. It's, and by the time that happens, it's probably two. But but I think what happens is they build the stadium in the same place eventually. Yeah. Then they go play in Orlando for a year, or oh, what about this? They go play in London for a oh ah no don't don't say that. Oh. No. <laughs> no no no. But uh. I don't know. They'd that, have to get it done in the off season. Come on, I'm giving you a thing. Twelve. Here you go. Make a decision. Dang it. What do you want to you're, know? You're 50 whatever years old. Yeah. By the time you're 70, <laughs> right? Will there be a stadium? Same stadium. Same stadium. Yeah. You realize if that's the same stadium? Yeah. That stadium would then be almost 40 years old. 1995, right? 40. Yeah. So 38, 37 years old. 35, 45. Yeah. They wow. can't be. You can't. That will, can. That will kick you out of the NFL more than anything how old, else. How old's Arrowhead? It's a good question. It's older than that. Yeah, that's a good question. Maybe. It's older than that. How old's Lambeau? Older than that. Yeah, but they probably Wrigley Field that up. How old right? is Soldier Field? Older than that. Soldier Field like had a is like a major renovation. Major renovation. Which you can do. But I'm not saying new yeah, state. What's the histor- You know why those stay? Those because of the historical significance. Maybe not Arrowhead. Well, we don't want to move What's our the stadium. They won't want to move our stadium. They've put they're putting too much effort into yeah. the downtown. So that's, that's interesting. An, yeah, yeah. Maybe they can renovate, but I'll tell you, we already know right now the infrastructure, the bowels yeah, of that need place to fix that. needs to be fixed probably before 15 years. Yeah, that's a fact. Right. Yeah. And and Mike, here's my uh, guess: the next thing they do on that stadium that will be noticeable. I know what you're going to say. The seats. Yeah. I've been waiting for it. Like I think they wanted to do it two or three years ago. They're very uh, weather-worn. They are. Yeah. In fact, there's a state of the franchise coming up in March with Mark Lamping, and I haven't heard this. No. But I wouldn't be shocked if they say something like that, along with that J-Lot. Which, by the way, they're expensive. I heard they're like five million bucks, <laughs> and, and that's the problem. They don't want to. You don't want to ask the city for more money. And Shad's company renov- like they do car bumpers. Why can't they do seats? <laughs> yeah, every seat would be a bumper. Section. We're gonna take uh, just take one of the factories and have them manufacture sixty thousand seats. That's awesome. Let's go, Shad. All right. So, what did you think? Super Bowl, good. It was great. Outstanding, right? Wonderful game. No, a lot of offense. If you love it. Fly goes fly. It's neat to see a new champion. Um, I'll tell you one takeaway. We always, you know what? We're all so damn opinionated. Yes, we are. Okay? We know everything. And we all sit there and tell everybody our opinions on everything. And so I like when, and I listen, I've, I've thrown out whoppers too. But I like going back now and looking at the hirings from last year. What were the best new – who were the best new coaches going to be? And the guy who was last, inevitably, is Doug Peterson, yeah, who just won a freaking Super Bowl and has been lauded as aggressive, uh, play-calling genius. And uh, Lombardi killed him, and they got – you know, they brought that up. And ESPN did a poll. And Marone didn't fare well either. Probably not. And he did terrifically. Yeah. So I, I enjoy that because – it, it, we should be held accountable in some respects for everything we say. I mean, it's an opinion-based business we're in, especially like on this podcast and such, but we're not always right. No, well, we hold- And Doug Peterson was a great fit. And think about this now. What if the godfather, our guy, Tom Coughlin, 
who was offered the Philadelphia Eagles head coaching job, mm-hmm. what if he had taken it? Yeah, that's a good point. I hadn't thought about that much. Yeah. What if TC had taken the Eagles job? Who knows what would have happened? And, you know. Here's what would have happened, Dan. But he wouldn't have been down here. He probably wouldn't have won the Super Bowl. He would have won. Well, he would have won. Wins wherever he goes. Yeah, but but my point in saying that is Doug Peterson's totally different than Coughlin. Totally. Right? Totally. And so my point in that is what Good. worked in Philly yeah. was a perfect fit. Good fit. For this year. Yeah. So I'm saying, no, I'm not saying Coughlin would never won. Right. But I'm just saying that probably, you can't win two different ways. Right. you got to pick the right way. Yeah. And that's like, that's why Marone and Coughlin and Caldwell worked here this year. Right way here. It was the right way for here. Yeah. But again, it's all fit. And so I, it's very interesting that I forgot about that part. You know, what I'll, you know what else I'll tell you it's interesting. Before yeah. Chip Kelly got the job in Philly, Gus Bradley was right. the guy that was going to take That's that right. job. So interesting connection. Uh, to Tom Philly. just got back from the Turks and Caicos. Did he? Yeah. Did his yearly uh, uh, week down there. That's good. So he back probably to, needed it. Back to work. And I, I was told he did not enjoy the Super Bowl a great deal. Probably not. <laughs> All right. Uh, Scout's honor here. Yeah. Would the Jags have beaten the Eagles? I don't know, man. I, I was thinking think about that. And But I, l- let me ask you a question. Would you rather – what's worse, not making the Super Bowl or losing the Super Bowl? Oh, not making. Not making. Only because of this. Because the city for the last two weeks would have been unbelievable. Right. I would have signed up for that in a 48-10 loss. Correct. But – but, Marcel, whipped like around. That, Marcel. But, but – <laughs> If we had been to a Super Bowl, there's nothing worse than losing a Super Bowl. I agree with that. There is nothing. Like, if we went, think about the Buffalo Bills. I was thinking about that the other day. Four straight Super Bowl kicks in the giblets. Ouch. (laughs) I mean, just take a hobnail boot and stick it to me. Whack! I can't wait till. Are you kidding me? You know what? Nora will sometimes tweet a couple of lines from our (laughs) podcast. She won't go this deep. I'm not sure. She, we're too far into it. <laughs> Nora only listens to, to the one. beginning, but she does a terrific job. Can't wait for the spelling of that one. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that's a good question. So you didn't answer. So would you have rather made it? I would have rather made it. In loss. But I wouldn't rather make it again. I hear, I hear you. You know, if you get to the bowl, you got to win it. Yeah, that wave was just so good that I think even losing in the Super Bowl would have been fine. Right, but it's heartbreaking. But I get it. It's heartbreaking. Well, heck, so. it's so heartbreaking. I said this to you the other day. Yeah. And you live 99. Yeah. Compared to this one. 99 I hurt. think, is, was 99 worse <sighs> than this one? And, well, and now the expectation was totally different. I'm talking about what game will be more agonizing that you didn't the make game, the Super Bowl. The game. The game but, was worse this year? Yes, but. That's what I was leaning to. When I lean, look back, ask me, in, ask me in 19 more years if 2017 bugs me. I got you. Because 99 still bugs still me. Still bugs me. And I okay. remember it in a lot of respects like yesterday. Yeah. Because you got to remember. We were the best team in the AFC. We, the Jaguars, had just beaten the Miami Dolphins 62-7. to The only team in our way was Tennessee, who shouldn't have been there, but they got the Music City Miracle. And so uh, uh, we were. there was no way they were going to beat us three times. Yeah. We were too good. Yeah. And they did. All right. How about would you have beaten the Rams in 99? Uh, I think we could have. Because Tennessee 
went down. That was a, a one point game. Yeah, yeah. I think we could have. That was have. a great game, by the way. But yeah, it's interesting too. I think what TC tried to do after that is kind of create a little bit of the the NFL is a great copycat league. Yeah. You see what other teams do that works, and the Rams went with that spread three wide, and that's one for to show on turf. That's yeah. when TC drafted RJ Soward. 29th, by the way, the Jags picked 29th again this year. RJ Soward, 14 <laughs> Please career. Please do not make that bad of a 14 pick. career receptions. This 29th pick will do Marcel better. swears he could get 15 <laughs> receptions in the, in the NFL. That's all right. Drew Copley, our former guy, probably thinks he could get 40. <laughs> yes. Infield a couple of punts. Yes. <laughs> but uh, it's interesting now. What's cool, I guess, is kind of cool or not cool, but now this generation has their 1999 game. Right. You know, and, and that, that game was uh, 17. We'll talk more about Jag. We're not going to get in Jags no. today. But, uh, we got a big offseason. Super Bowl was cool. Super Bowl was good. Good for the Eagles. Yeah. Philly fans are crazy fans, but they're diehard fans. They're and, diehard, I mean, dude. You feel good for that organization. Although that night, you were up there, so you didn't see it. But we were taking live shots of Philadelphia. And you got to be careful taking live shots of what they were doing. Oh, my gosh. I mean, a couple took a horse and <laughs> – <laughs> disappeared the kid who get that the kid the who ate the horse poop yeah who started this stuff i some of that stuff like i get like frightening tumors corner yeah and toilet that's a, paper that's, that's a I neat tradition yeah but who started the let's flip cars climb light poles yeah be so drunk yeah and, 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 that you jump off of Collapse awnings, the awnings yeah and oh, steal yeah, yeah. horses from cops like who's you millennials <laughs> Stop it. Why is that fun? Like You millennials. We just won. Let's go do this. Like, how does that happen? And then if things get really crazy and somebody cracks a window, we can loot the store, too. Oh, yeah. Oof. That's happened before. And by the way, they'll have a couple million for the parade. Let's hope none of that stuff happens. Parade's tomorrow, tomorrow isn't it? Yeah, Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. Um, but, uh, all right. Well, that's, hey, one other NFL note. Yeah. Josh McDaniels. I mean, are you kidding me? I, I'm I'm a little annoyed at this. I don't like people giving Josh McDaniels a pass on this. No way. God, I, I think you were going to say the other way for a minute. No, I think he's – Better not. I think he's hugely guilty. I think he – I don't think what he did is right. I think Kraft does have a vendetta against the Colts. I think he enjoyed sticking it to him a little bit. Yeah, I, I believe that. Um, I believe they're a little narcissistic like that. Yeah. You know? Well, just in watching the two Bills, Kraft is still bitter about that whole deal yeah. from – 20 years ago. So, they got egos. But Josh McDaniels basically told the Colts a couple weeks ago that he was going to take the job. Yeah. I mean, they hired coaches. And then they waited. They oh. hired coaches. They have to wait. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. But they could have moved on for, to somebody else if they didn't. Oh, well, that's they what I mean. Oh, the Colts waited. Yeah, yeah. I was saying they have to wait to announce. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, just like Matt Patricia, we knew was going to take. And I give way, pro he fo- did take it. He did take it. I give pro football talk credit because they said – there's some stuff going on here a couple yeah, days did. ago, and I I think again, he better hope he gets a Patriots job because no other NFL team should touch him. Yeah, because they don't even know if he's that good anyway. Right, you can't you can't do that. You just can't. That's so bad business, you know. I just uh, and by the way, he apparently didn't call call his coaches that he had hired. Yeah, and tell them. Uh, and it, not a good look. What's sticky here is, I'm gonna ask you a question in a moment about it. I get the situation if you want to stay in the Patriots organization. And by the way, I think this is just as much a Jonathan Kraft move than it is a Robert Kraft move because I think you're starting to see the transition. Right. His son. I mean, Robert Kraft's getting old. Yes. I mean, he is getting old. I don't Kraft, know 
Belichick and Brady are all getting they're, old. They're all getting old. So, yeah. I mean, there's some logic in it. I understand that part of it. But hey, here's the deal. You you come over five years ago to our station, right? Uh-huh. You leave the evil empire. Yes. Did you think, like, when you were thinking about that, did you talk to your wife? Like, <laughs> did you talk to the wife at yes. all and say – so basically, Josh McDaniels, for three weeks, he had two interviews, right. and he's going to Indy. But yeah. did he forget to mention that they have to move to Indianapolis? Right, right. <laughs> did she turn around and say, uh, I told you I'm not going. I meant it. <laughs> I mean, I get last-minute stuff, Billy Donovan. And yeah. I, I, I understand to a degree, but the reasoning is asinine. You know what, though? Billy Donovan faced the music, at least. Yeah, he said it was you bad, know, you know. But, and he didn't hire guys. Right. And, it, this was bad. It was bad, bad business, in my opinion. Okay, and now about this. Two years. I'm giving you the job from New England in yeah. 2019. By the way, there's no promises, but that there is. we think that. But is. I'm going to do it. Yeah, okay. So I'm giving you, Josh McDaniels, the job in 2019, yeah. Yeah. which is the fall of 2019, yeah. which makes Brady 42 years old. Oh, I know what you're saying. Season. Would you? And, and I know they have to you're following. You're following a legend, and you're losing Brady. You're losing Pew! Brady. Off the cliff. Or do you go to Indianapolis yes. with Andrew Luck? Or even if you don't have Andrew Luck, you make the decision right here this year with the third pick in the draft to draft one of those guys, and you and you roll and you and roll they have with a that terrible guy. Roster, so you can help build it. Yes. So what's the better gig? Is my and I don't like this. Well, Ursay's volatile. Well, well, now he is a little goo. I don't know. If, yeah, but I'd probably you know, rather work for Kraft than Ursay. I will sure, say sure, but you know what? Ursay, I'll, I'll get. You know, he paid for the funeral for that kid who just got killed and the Uber driver. Yeah, I think he, he does, does some, more good than he, he does some good things. He makes his own bed in the way he looks, though. Yeah. I mean, in his perception of it. He's had a rough, he's, you know, had some problems, yeah. off the yeah, field yeah. problems, if you will. Um, but anyway, the bottom line is shame on Josh McDaniels. Yeah, That's yeah. not the way you do things. And I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't like it. Yeah. I don't I'll like say it. one more thing about it. Mm hmm. If this is built, if this say Belichick were to get out after March, the league year begins, or, yeah. or even next year, yeah. shame on Bill Belichick too for leaving McDaniel's now out to dry. If this is the reason, same on the Patriots because right now McDaniel's being painted as this terrible guy. Oh, I see. And as he should. But if you think that, if you like McDaniel's, in other words, if, if Belichick crap, had told McDaniel's, "I'm leaving here in a, a couple months. I want to get out." Yeah. So don't worry, but. You can't say anything. Why wouldn't you say something right now? Yeah, say something and get the guy off the hook. Correct. Now, there's a problem with that, and uh, someone brought up a good point today about it. Uh-huh. The Rooney rule and all that stuff could oh, yeah. then become an effect. Yeah. So uh, maybe there's a catch in here. Well, but I, mean, I don't know how, other than winning. They do like the Raiders. They interview, uh, you know, they call Romeo and say, Romeo, we gave you a quick interview. Yeah. But I don't know how, by the way, Josh McDaniels gets out of this it looking good. Yeah. Other than winning, whenever he gets the job, yeah, shame on shame on him, shame on everybody involved. I didn't, I didn't like that. I didn't like that at all. All right, let's move on to what uh, signing day was on Wednesday. Yes, um, we'll hit a the, congratulations to all the high school kids locally. We get to cover them, and, and by the way, go to Facebook Live and you can see our little webcast that we did for about twenty minutes on the colleges and also a lot of the high school area kids. Um, tried to get a lot of kids' names on TV, not just football players, right? But uh, the Let's talk the college part. Florida, Florida State hit the reset button. Yes, and and basically did okay. Basically, they're both in the starting blocks now with Mullen and uh, Willie Taggart, and both I think did do okay. They did okay. They did better. I mean, look, I think this is how I look at Florida. Just in talking to my friends, my Gator friends, my Gator Nation, and 
they're ecstatic with Dan Mullen. He can do no wrong right now. They're on board with him because he's so happy to be there. He loves being there. He loves being the coach of Florida. You can tell that there's a genuine, uh, there's no place I would rather be. You never got that feeling with, you never got that feeling with uh, uh, McIlwain. And even though Muschamp promoted that, Florida fans had a hard time with the fact that he's a Georgia guy. Yeah. He, you know, he played football at Georgia. It was, it was something that was hard to deal with. Now, look, that's worked in the past. Pat Dye uh, played at Georgia. Vince Dooley, Auburn. But it just it didn't feel right at Florida. Uh, and even Herbs to a point. They haven't had this guy who's been genuinely excited to be and no place I'd rather be than since Steve Spurrier was there, yeah. honestly. And it's different because he's not, he didn't go to Florida. No. His dream job isn't UNH. Right. <laughs> In right. New Hampshire. Or sign his college. <laughs> or wherever it's okay. from up there, yeah. you know. But so – I, I, I really think that is the most poignant part of these two hires. I don't know if either one of them can get you to the promised land. Right. Honestly, I have my doubts. Know. But for Taggart and Mullen, And Taggart's the same way in Tallahassee. He's the same way. That's Correct. What, I think these guys are at their dream job. Yeah. I don't see them. Heck, even Billy Donovan, who loved it, you always knew, okay, he could chase Kentucky or the NBA. Yes. Spurrier is, Spurrier is still Spurrier, yeah. but he wanted to try the NFL. But yes. he's still Florida as Florida gets. Right. Uh, these guys are more Spurrier and Bowden in terms of their loyalty to the university. Yeah. If they're successful, they'll had. be there a long time. That's right. Yeah. And, and so I think that makes the fans feel good. Yeah, Again, I think I'm so. Not, I'm not I one of them for either university, yeah. but I got to believe that makes them feel good. I still think Dan Mullen has the easiest job in 2018 out of anybody because all he has to do is try to hit 30 points on the scoreboard. Yeah. I don't. Even, I, that comes before winning in my yeah. mind. I mean, if he can get that offense moving at all, People will start saying, "Okay, we're going somewhere." Right. Taggart, I think, has a little bit harder of a deal because they have still high expectations. I mean, a year ago, they thought they were going to be. That in the was final a blip floor. to them. So Florida's been down for a while. So yeah, we'll see where he can take them. Again, I have my doubts, but signing day pretty good. Good rally by Taggart, and look out the gap between those two programs and now Georgia Ooh. and Alabama's of the world and Clemson's of the world Man. is getting wider and wider. In my opinion, that might be the hardest part for Taggart and Mullen. Uh, uh, Mullen, you know, gets the recruiting and understands it, but Kirby Smart owns it right now. And you're going to have your hands full in dealing with that guy uh, over the next 10 years. So um, good luck. You're going to have to get after it. And it's going to be interesting to see what Georgia does and how they handle having all these five stars. Prisco had an interesting tweet today, and I saw you yeah. responded to him, but I kind of get where he's coming from. Yeah. You know what I mean? I misinterpreted what he was saying, actually. Well, but wasn't he, isn't he basically saying, and we're talking about Pete Prisco, our buddy from CBS Sports. I, I said some disparaging things about him on the radio this week. I wanted <laughs> yes, to apologize. Did, by the way, he wasn't in the room. I know he was. I don't care, though. But <laughs> I, I, it was it was emotional. But my point is about him is – now I'm shifting gears and talking about the Hall of Fame. <laughs> but my point about that was – you know, he's the one who kind of is spearheading this he, thing. He and has pushed it harder than anybody. I'm trying, you know, so for Tony Vaselli to go to the hall. Yes. So anyway, but okay. back to the college. Thing. Back to the thing. He had a good. He had a good tweet today. He basically said, you know, it's a little bit disheartening that the same schools get all the best players every year, and I get that. You're like, and why don't some of these kids go to different places and try to make their own? Because it's hard for an 18 year old. You want to go to what you see and you know what you have watched rather than go to, you know, another interesting note, the Pac-12, uh, what happened? Where are they? Yeah, where are they? They got one of the top 20 players. One kid went to USC. And 
I mean, they're they're not recruiting at all. Well, Willie Taggart to, left Oregon. He was yeah. fourth when he left. Yeah, and they tanked it. Yeah, but they're they're not close. I'll tell you to who it. else? Michigan. Woo! What happened, oh, Jimmy Harbaugh? This is like year four, buddy. I love you, but Ohio State just went and got a second ranked class. You ain't beating those guys, and dude. They're, they're in the twenties. Yeah. I mean, that's a problem in Ann Arbor. I don't know if he got four, any four stars or five stars this year. I'll tell you. I will say to your point, it's uh-huh. a good point. We've seen it in basketball a little bit. Vanderbilt just got a couple of five-star yeah, guys. Yeah, that's what I mean. Uh, Missouri got the five-star yeah. kid. Um, and that's probably more prevalent in basketball. But how about the kid that spurns Alabama and goes to Princeton? Yeah. I understand why. Yeah. I get it. But at the same time, that was pretty cool to see, to your point. Right. Um, I still think, you know, the the point you're making is a good one. It does seem like the same guys. But look, Mark Richt is bringing Miami back these sure. last couple of years. Sure. That's not the same. And Clemson was able to climb that hill. Yes, they were. Not the same. Yes, they were. So, and Oregon did it before with Chip Kelly. Yep. And so I think you are allowed. You can do it. My only equation to the NFL is, or, or kind of, uh, I guess it is hard to the colleges. These guys are leaving every three years. You still have to do it again. Mm-hmm. It's an endless cycle. By the way, Florida fans who wanted Chip Kelly and or Scott Frost, Mullen had a better class than both those guys. Yeah, Frost could get a couple wins, though. Yeah. You can tell he's going to do something special out there. Because I didn't think you could win again in Nebraska. And I'm yeah. wondering if he can. You see they already sold out the spring game? Yeah. I, I don't – yeah, I'm not surprised. Um, So, I, it'll be interesting to see how good that guy is. Mullen, by the way, wants the spring game sold out. Yeah, that ain't happening. No. They, they've never done it well. They've had right, a few – 65,000 or something, somebody had said? Had one here one year, and they had a packed house, like 40,000, 50,000. Okay. And they've had a couple over there where they – Drew big crowds. I don't know why that's a big thing, to be honest with you. Like, why you have to have that thing sold out. He was saying recruit, and we're going to have a ton of 19, 20, well, and 21 kids in there. And it helped Georgia. Georgia yeah. had 93,000 last year, remember? Yeah, maybe that's Kirby why. Smart. And yeah. I think people saw that and said, you know what? Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. Let's do it. So, uh, hats off to Mark Rick, too, because they did have a good class. Yes. Um, Georgia obviously has the big class, and we'll talk a lot of college football as we go. Both the – what are they going to do at quarterback, Florida? Uh, don't be surprised if Franks is your starter. Yeah, I think he is, too. He's going to get better coaching. Yep. And I think that Danny Mullen will teach him some run-pass option plays. And he's a good enough athlete that he'll say, look, if this guy ain't open, you take off and run. Yeah. He's a, he's, yeah, uh, for lack of a better term, and I'm not calling dumb it down a little bit. Yeah. Make it more simple. Yeah. And and just let his talent I mean, he's athletic. Up. Athletic with a Huge great arm. arm. So, so I, think, I think he could win. I think, you know – until the kid uh, Emery's ready, I think it could be him. Because um, he but, has to put on some weight. But I also feel like Mullen will use other guys if he has to. You know, I don't feel like he'll, you know, keep trotting them out week after week while we're all sitting there and mashing our teeth. And it's got to be DeAndre Francois in Tallahassee, right? No question. I mean, some people, Blackman, does Blackman talk? Yeah. I mean, well, you know what, though? Here's the one thing. I'm not as familiar. Willie Taggart said something today, or on signing day. That was interesting. You know, we're getting the kind of kid we want to run our style. It's going to be very different. Yeah. So I and I haven't watched enough of Willie Taggart to know what he does offensively. What he means by that, yeah. So, but Francois does fit the pro style more. It seems like. Well, Blackman's not a runner at all. Not either. Yeah. Yeah, Francois can run a little bit. Yeah, but neither of them are great. Francois can tuck it and go a little bit, but it'll be so. I'll be curious to see. I'll be curious to see. But I would lean towards yes. I would think yes, Francois. All right, we'll see what happens. Hey, next up, Daytona 500. We'll get to that over the weekend. We'll head to Daytona next week. Until then, football season is over. Next football thing is what? Uh, Combine. But we don't really care about the combine. We're picking 29th in the draft. Oh, man, that's awesome. (laughs) That is awesome. We do care about the combine. I was kidding. But 
Um, a lot of local kids. That's the neat part. There's a yeah. good half a dozen, six to eight kids. Yeah, like there. four from Trinity. All that class. That one team. At Kendrick Norton, uh, Tolliver. Now, some, Tolliver, remember, was a number two guy in that class. Yeah. And it's just okay. That oh, the kid who was the best player is the Auburn kid. Holland. Yes, he is. He's yes. a baller. I don't think he was as highly rated coming out of no, high school. No, no. And Kendrick, Kendrick did pretty well, too. At, at Miami, yeah. yeah. So, Who's the fourth guy? Who are we forgetting? Uh, there's one of them. Yeah, the name was not as. Uh, oh, it's uh, the linebacker from North Carolina. It's not Andre Williams. Davis. That's Andre Smith. Smith. Yeah. Smith. Yeah. Who, by the way, yeah, he, he's yeah he can he can play. They got some is they got some players. That's pretty good. Marquise Haynes, remember him from UC? He's a good player. He might be able to make a splash in the NFL. Yeah, Marquise Haynes. I think he could. I think he put on a show for us at one of our slam dunk deals one time. He might have. He's very fast off yes. the edge. Yes. In football, I don't know yes. basketball. All right, that's gonna do it for the Action Sports Jacks. We're gonna wrap this podcast. up. We're gonna wrap it up. Brought to you by the Jacksonville Iceman. Hockey is back. Yeah. In Jacks. Iceman. We'll talk to you this weekend on the podcast. 